What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a good week. This week on Brown Petri Dish, we had kind of an impromptu episode. We didn't plan anything for the week. And uh, I was coming home from my mentor show. I knew Brandon was at Funny Stop. So I hit him up, asked him if he wanted to do an episode. He brought Blake and Zach back to my house. Uh, we hung out a little bit downstairs first, came up here, did a really fun episode. It was a great time. We were a little under the influence, though, so um, I did edit some stuff out because I don't want anyone to, like, get fired <laughs> from their job, mainly me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I made it obvious as fuck when I edited something out. But the good news is next week I'm launching our Patreon, so you'll be able to get the full unedited, ep unedited episode there. And there's probably about... I don't know, an extra half hour of content that I edited out of this one because that's the other thing too is I, I know um, people don't love the podcasts that are over an hour, so I'm trying to make it to where our podcasts are under an hour again. We were getting away from that for a while. So we'll usually do about an hour and a half. I'll edit a half hour out. We'll put that half hour up on the Patreon. So you can check that out starting next week um, and I'll give you the link for that when it's live I already have it live I just haven't uh, really done anything with it because I'm lazy but I'm off for two weeks so it will get done next week hope you guys have a great week hope you enjoyed the episode oh and we talked about Ali Sadiq at the end of this episode um, his new special is called The Domino Effect on YouTube it is one of my favorite specials I've seen in a long time check it out uh, come see me and Bob McClure at the Pit Stop in Kent on Saturday. Go see Brandon show at Grindstone on Friday. Check out Zach on Crowd Control every week. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening. I've told you like three times. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. But um, yes. No, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Dude, we're, we're going to call this episode uh, the episode, I think it's 88, maybe. You have uh, no idea. Yeah, Funny Stop. We're going to call it the Funny Stop B Squad minus Nick J. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Blake on the same level as me? Fuck. Dude. I mean, you guys all filled in that week, so. <laughs> I was just going to call it Biodome, but, like, I'll take Funny Stop V Squad. All right. And... Yeah. Wait, so where's Brandon at? Because he's still co featured tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was on that B Squad. Is he B Squad too? I was Case Keenum in this bitch. Not everybody's featured Mary Santora. No, John Brandon, Brandon wasn't there that week. Were you at Funny Stop that week? Oh, no, I thought you were no, talking about. I, they thought you were talking about tonight. No, I was oh. talking about, you don't remember the, the fucking no. meme I made? 
It would have been pretty. Oh hard. yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he got COVID, or that Brandon made. No, that was really <laughs> yeah. good. Look at John. That's how you know he's a professional. Taking credit for other people's work. No, yeah, I, you I, go. I gave you there credit. You go. <laughs> no, um, I, I, fucking Brian. I, I had nothing to do with it other than like orchestrating it because. No, other like, than orchestrating. Yeah, it? Well, because John, it was, John had messaged so, me and was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Feel like having some fun with Photoshop, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck you always." Wasn't and even my idea. It was Brian Sternick's idea. He brought up the yeah, I middleman it. Yeah, Brian Sternick was like, "It'd be really funny if you uh, if you if you uh, redid the cover of the replacements with those guys." And and I oh fucking I was like, "I bet Brandon could do that." <laughs> I did do that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was. I thought it was pretty funny. It was really funny. We actually no, I, I watched the replacements that night because of that. What? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed pretty it. Pretty good. Not gonna lie. Damn, I was gonna say something Brandon that I'm not gonna say it. Nope, say it. Should I? Go yeah. for it. Fuck it. Okay. Was that before or after that she hung out with that male stripper? Oh, it was two male strippers. Two male strippers, <laughs> goddamn. And a bachelorette party. Brandon spilled some beans to me, and I don't know if you know about this yet, John. What? Fuck it. Let's air the dirty laundry. She doesn't listen. Really? Okay. I'll use it for bait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not above anything. Okay, Brandon's just having some, you know, trouble in paradise. He was telling me about earlier. Yeah. You see, you didn't necessarily bring it up and air it out all now, right now, but he <laughs> sounds like he's down to do it. So if you want, if you want uh, to you explain it, I think you could do a better job. We've than done I this could. podcast a long time. We haven't dug into my personal life. Okay. Yeah. We well, what I had was a relationship quarrel, and it wasn't so much. I don't know how to put it. It wasn't like an actual quarrel. Like I don't want to call it that because that would imply like. Somebody cheated on somebody or like real no, problems. No, a quarrel's or just an argument. This was a small quarrel. And the problem was that my girlfriend would not have been chill if like I was with two strippers and like making any kind of physical contact. She's the very she's a very jealous person. Um, got mad one time that a girl was laughing too hard at my jokes. And, <laughs> wow. at TikTok Tavern. I was like, listen, hey, nobody was laughing at TikTok Tavern. You've been to the place, like, I promise you. But our, my problem with it was just that, that I was like, if I, if I did that, you'd have been really pissed. Oh, for sure. So, like, that's kind of, that's our issue right now. I'm like, I don't really think it's cool to have you doing something that you know you wouldn't be cool with. That's usually the gold standard, in my opinion, right? Like, I think that's yeah, fair to say. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty down the line. It never works like that. But no. That's how, <laughs> but that's how it should work. I, this is direct proof that does not work yeah. like that. It never, it never does. Though. And then they gaslight you, like, no, I wouldn't be mad if you did this. But, like, you're a fucking You're like, liar. that's a real convenient stance to take yeah. right in this particular situation. Yeah, <laughs> like, really, we'll test it out. We'll test it out real soon. Uh, no. No, I know you're not like that. No. I'm not the jealous <laughs> type. I, I learned really early on that like I was fine with living alone and it being in a one bedroom apartment at 18 years old living alone I was like this is great this is totally going to wear off one day I'm 27 years old it still hasn't worn off yeah, no dude. there's uh, nothing it's, like it's shitting with the tight. door open yeah yeah dude I love it like as, as much saying? as I as much as I like could benefit from having a roommate here like the extra money and shit coming oh, in yeah. like I fucking love living alone, dude. Like, I, I'm pretty sure my uh, neighbor in the back saw me naked during COVID because I forgot that I had opened a window and and I was just fucking walking around naked like I always do in a room by myself. 
And uh, pretty sure they saw me. Yeah. I thought you were gonna be like, because I was knocking on their back door. And they didn't come. <laughs> Dude, I'm just pretty glad sure they're. <laughs> I'm just glad their kids weren't outside, bro. <laughs> I had to fucking register. No, they <laughs> wouldn't have seen anything. <laughs> Where I thought you were going, I thought you were like, I just wish their kids would have been outside. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. <laughs> oh, shit! It's like Weird I don't live to expose yourself. I don't live within a thousand yards of a school, but I tried. Yeah. <laughs> but I tried my damnedest to get in there. This lady, this lady at stadium tonight, man, um, <laughs> got pissed off at Tim Wolf for saying he was autistic. And she was like, that's so rude. And like, everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, and, uh, and he's, and he was like, I am autistic. <laughs> she's like, and she's like, she's like, you're not in a wheelchair. And everybody's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they, like, all autistic dude, people are in wheelchairs. It turned to, it turned to, like, the whole crowd, like, turning on this lady and yelling <laughs> at her. Dude. Of course they did. This dude was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what you think about autistic people? Yeah. He's like, no one wants to hear you talk. <laughs> dude, it was, it was fucking, it got, it got brutal for a minute, dude. It was funny though. Um, yeah, that that show tonight, uh, it sucked. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was a fun show, but uh, like I think we had like 23 paid audience members, and it's a 90 seat venue, and we like pretty much sold it out the first two shows. So it's like it was, it was heartbreaking, man. It was <laughs> it was weird. Um, I don't know. I guess because it's like the nicest fucking day of the year and people don't want to be inside. Like, <laughs> Yeah, comedy's going to really eat a dick for a couple months while summer's nice. Yep. I mean, it usually does a little bit, but like, I don't know. I've, they're not bad crowds at the clubs in the summertime. Like, I feel no. like they're pretty decent. Funny stop was real light this weekend. Really? Yeah, really light. stiff crowd. That, that it's was only just Friday. because you were at the <laughs> I'm talking about last weekend. Oh. What was the, who was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're not gonna name no, names. No, so we know what he thought. Um, <laughs> Air out dirty laundry on this show, my ass. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, they Sounds were like light for. Trying to keep. They were light for Lynn Coplets too. I was. I mean, at least the Friday show was like. The Saturday shows were pretty pretty packed. Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised that the Friday shows weren't. She was funny as hell. Didn't man. sell very well, dude. She's fucking hilarious, dude. Like I love that. I love that. Uh, me and Dan Brown, which everybody should do if you get if you get like featured hosting weekends. Ask the headliner. Ask the headliner if they have any restrictions for you or whatever. Yeah. And uh, when we asked Lynn Coplet, she was like, "No, be as dirty as you want." She's like, "Do any of you have any sex jokes?" And I'm like. I'm like, no, and Dan's like, no, and I knew Carter was there, and I was like, I can throw up somebody on a guest set who does, and she was like, yeah, she's like, it just kind of helps, like, warm it up for me, because I'm going to be dirty, so I kind of need someone to be dirtier, <laughs> and and Carter got up there and did five minutes of cum jokes, and the audience hated him. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, completely, they, completely against they him. They hated him. But Off he, the first joke, turned on him. Yeah, but he did his job. Because Lynn murdered, and she was dirty as fuck, but after everything he said, like, nothing she said sounded dirty. So it was, like, that was exactly what he was Dude, supposed he, to he do. Dude, he did the, the come to your pants joke, and they didn't yeah. laugh once. I was like, all right, these are some fucking... Yeah. 
They just imposed their yeah. decision. Yeah, they just didn't like him immediately. I was like, come like, your pants, everybody thinks that's funny. I was like, fuck you guys. I felt really bad. I was mad for uh, him. He showed, up, he showed up to Grindstone right after that, yeah. and it was a lighter crowd at first at Grindstone. I mean, it filled in a little bit, but still nothing crazy. And he showed up uh, right as I was walking outside, and he's like, dude, I... I ate a dick at Funny Stop. I, you know, I can't wait to get in here and at least like get some laughs. And I was like, all right, all right, good luck. It's it's grindstone, man. There you go, But to me, to me, like what he did at Funny Stop isn't eating a dick because like he did what he was asked to do. No, no, like, you're right. He did his job as a comic. Like, he definitely sacrificed for the greater yeah. good, which goes it, that'll get you. Took one for the team. Yeah, yeah he, fucked, he, he, he fucked the fat girl at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I just yeah, felt sure. bad because that's literally what he told me right before he went up for a host set at Grindstone. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. we're misinformed on how this is going to work. Yeah, so. dude. Um, that can be a rough weekend. <laughs> like, it can be for yeah, anybody. Can, like, man. doing a funny stop guest set and then doing Grindstone right afterwards can sometimes be pretty fucking brutal. So I'm sure a host set as a, like, to kick off a cold room at yeah. Grindstone right after that. That's a wow. Yeah. Did I'm, you guys go to the Secret Society show that Saturday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking. Turns out there's a place you can get Fruit Loops on a hot dog. Oh, shit. That was Happy Dog with Carter. Oh, and, shit. Uh, you said you said uh, Saturday. I was, I was thinking this past Saturday for some reason. No, we went to Hilarities and, uh, and then went to the Secret Society show. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Who was at Hilarities? What was it Dale something? Uh, Rocky Dale Jr. Rocky Dale yeah. Jr. It's pretty you funny. Said Dale Jr. I was like Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's doing comedy now. <laughs> it like, makes it real fuck? easy to remember his name, doesn't it? Yeah, like, that's crazy. <laughs> Couldn't win a championship. I knew it started with an R. I wanted to say Ricky Dale Jr. And I was like, that sounds like more of a NASCAR Ricky Bobby for some reason. Wait, it's not Junior. I could have sworn he said Dale Jr. No, yeah, it's, it's Ricky Dale. It's Ricky Dale Davis. Oh, oh yeah. God, you're so fucking yeah. dumb. He has a whole bit about <laughs> Dale Jr. being in his name. I'm not wrong on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a junior, but yeah, I, yeah. that's not part of his name, though. I think. I don't so know. it's not the same guy that, that, that he is. Whose dad died in NASCAR? It's not. No, no, no. It's not no. the same guy. Damn. Uh, I bought merch for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah. I'm sure you appreciated it. So. The, uh, the Secret Society show last Saturday was fucking awesome. Tim Wolf and Bob McClure both murdered. I mean, it was it was outside, too. It was cool as fuck. Oh, that's dope. It was a good time. Um, yeah, I'm doing it like in, in July 16th or something. I think Dan Brown requested that I work with him. So... I'm doing next Saturday at XYZ the Tavern. Okay. Oh, that place is cool. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I went there for another one. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, so funny stop tonight. <coughs> a little light. I don't even want to say light. Like the crowd was there. It was just the first. The first crowd was stiff as shit, man. And uh, needless to say, the opening we had was not strong. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> So you guys got uh, Funny Stop tomorrow night again. True that. And then um, I'm trying to think of what I have uh, coming up that I was excited about. Oh, yeah, the the the, uh, the pit place in Kent 
Pit stop. Yeah, yeah, pit, pit stop. stop. Have any of you guys done that? Yeah, I, I did the first show uh, with Molly and Steve Guy. Steve Guy asked me to do a guest set for it. How was it? It was actually pretty bomb. Um, yeah. I live right by, I live right next to it, so yeah. like, I went in there and I pretty much just did crowd work, but it was a it was a nice nice little spot. They were paying attention. Nothing else going on. Not like TVs or anything or like a pool table. Like it's just like a little barbecue spot. I, I just hope there's a crowd there, dude. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and Steve brought some people. Steve okay. had some people there for him. So I but. mean, it is brutal to do to do like a feature set when there's like ten people. I'm hosted for LJ. <laughs> it is. I'm hosted for LJ and Milton in uh, July. Like doing that that cool. show or whatever. Hell yeah, um, yeah. That's Bill Stone's new room. I didn't think he would ever actually put a room together, and he did. That's cool. Yeah, um, it's it's a pretty good room. Yeah, it's weird, like doing all the amateur contests and shit, like, with all these different people that now run rooms and do all sorts of weird shit. It's like when you graduate yeah. high school and then you, like, you're all friends on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. you feel like running a hair salon. Yeah. And like, you like, get half-price haircuts. You're like, wow, that guy's a drug addict. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was that was everybody I went to high school with. Like, yeah. holy shit, look at Zach throwing his life away. <laughs> um, on Xanax, wow, again, what a surprise. On Xanax, again. <laughs> like, Just drop it, Mom. Again. Uh, can we have Thanksgiving one time? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude that's like my uh my dad's side of our family like every time we tried to have a family reunion there was a fight between some some people because of some stupid shit but it it, it was crazy you couldn't have a family reunion people fight people. no it's not the italian side it's the hillbilly side oh man that's yeah. worse that's way worse yeah dude straight up it's 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 like some arena 901 episodes and shit what are you whispering over there? I was telling Blake to fucking talk. I haven't heard anything from Blake oh, in like 15 yeah. minutes, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to be low-key about it until you outed I, me. And then Blake I was, was like, I hey, tried man. talking. Yeah, fucking talk, Blake. Yeah, fucking speak. I said words. <laughs> Run the tape back. <laughs> there was said, the word said. I've said words. I've said, I've said words during this recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. We're just saying <laughs> say a little bit more. Um, <laughs> we've never held for a booth review before, but we might have to. On this I've one. literally just been sitting here thinking, like, like how did I get asked? Shut your fucking mouth, Zach. <laughs> I'm talking. Um, there you go. I was looking. I was like, how did I get asked to do this first? And Zach ends up with the good microphone. <laughs> and I end up with this fucking bullshit. I turned the light on. I established my presence immediately. And you can switch at halftime. Right I mean, dude. I don't make the rules. All I know is I definitely can't review the tape. That's not a capability <laughs> that we have. I was Yeah, bluffing, this isn't man. fucking Monday Night Football, but yeah, this dude. is the John Brown. Well, well, you know what? Petri dish. You know what? It's going to be posted. Yeah. Everyone will see it. All right, yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone will see it. Everyone. Will everyone see All it? 37 they'll listeners. See that, we'll, they'll see that you posted it, for sure. <laughs> 37 might be a good week for us. I don't know. <laughs> We've, we, had some, we had some good weeks. with. Uh, we need to start posting shit again. That's the problem. We'll get our TikTok together. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting everything together the two weeks that I have off from work. I'm writing a pilot script. This is oh, yeah? fun. About yeah. what? I love how much <coughs> you're lying right now. Huh? Mm -hmm. What? No, I'm not lying at all. I'm uh, I'm gonna write a pilot script about my uh, time working at Brewbakers. It was it was a cool time, and there's like a weird dynamic because uh, what happened was the Johnny Jays opened up next to us, and. It was like, you know, the sports bar with 50 fucking HD TVs and every beer you could think of on tap. And when we, we were like invited over there to like look at it before they opened. 
And all of us walked in and looked at it and were like, fuck me, dude. Like, because we knew we were going to start making less money, like, instantly. And, <laughs> and so, like, that's, that's like, the that would be, like, the end of the first pilot. The pilot episode is, like, them seeing the new bar, their competition, basically. But, yeah, there's so much good shit. Dude, we had, we had like, uh, fucking a different outing every month. For Brubakers, they they would have like the bowling alley at the bowling alley at Montrose, the chili cook off at Chapel Hill. Every month there was a different outing, and it was basically just an excuse for the bartenders from all six Brubakers to just get together and black out for a day. And, and they bought was, you guys hookers? No, you didn't need hookers. There oh. was <laughs> slutty Brubakers. There, there were a lot okay. of I, I wouldn't call them slutty like, Brubaker I, girls. <laughs> perfectly respectable. That is not what women. I said. Right. Yeah. Perfectly respectable. There was a lot of mutual slutty. Some really nice loose pussies, honestly. No, no, I'm not. That is not <laughs> happening. No, it was some very nice. Uh, mutual sluttiness between males and females. It was not. There you go. I would not Equality. call it slutty that males. Was very PC. That was good. Slutty females. They were both guilty. <laughs> <laughs> both sinners. Both going to hell. Uh, but yeah, dude. Like me and my brother got kicked off of the golf outing two years in a row. Like it was. It's, it's fun times, dude. Okay. It'll be good. Um, two years in a row. You didn't shrink, yeah. did you? Yeah. Uh, you didn't learn your lesson? First year, my brother's fault. Second year, my fault. <laughs> there you go. You get one per... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I had, so he remembered us from the year before. and uh, The second you stepped out of line. I, it's pretty yeah. wild he remembered you for a whole year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Made it pretty memorable. I, I, have, <laughs> no, I have no doubt <laughs> that that dude was like, fuck those guys. Yeah, I, as soon as they he warned he saw us. That. He saw us, and he was like, "I remember you two from last year. I'm not taking any shit." And we like thought he was joking, we're like laughing, but he like looks all serious <laughs> and shit. And then like, and then like two seconds later, dude, I'm like look, looking at my brother, like, "Can you believe that fucking shit?" <laughs> and, and then I'm just like, "Oh shit!" Slam on the brakes and fucking nail the golf cart ahead of me, dude. Fucking, he's like, "You're done. You're not driving the rest of the day." And I'm like, "God damn it!" Now I gotta walk and drink. This is terrible. No, I just wasn't allowed to drive. But then, but then I also did something else later, and he kicked us off. So. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. What's the something else? You have to watch the show. Oh. <laughs> okay, some foreshadowing there. That was, that was good. <laughs> I bet it's cocaine. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> In those days, could have been. Could have been. Um, <laughs> um, no, but uh, are we ready for some? Are we ready for some news? I think we are. Yeah, we're half an hour in. That's probably pretty good. Um, Inside baseball is fuck. That's what I'm doing. Did you say a Canadian? <laughs> um, no. B e i s b u l r e s p e c t. What are you spelling? Base baseball. I don't think that's what Zach was spelling. You guys know that song? All right, guys. You really just asked. Zach sing more words. This is from Fox News in L.A. There's a stabbing. Back to our breaking news out of Encino, where three members of the medical staff at Encino Hospital were stabbed. <laughs> the workers rushed to a nearby trauma center, Encino Hospital, on lockdown. Christy Fajardo is there. Christy. 
Yeah, at this hour, we're still hearing sirens and seeing LAPD SWAT team members arriving. This is the hospital here behind me. We just got off the phone with the LAPD, who tells us that the suspect is still barricaded inside. They believe that person stabbed three <laughs> workers here at the hospital, at least three, I should say, because those, those are the three that they are aware of. Those three have been taken to Northridge Dignity Health Hospital, and they are listed in critical condition. At this point, detectives here on the scene and the SWAT team do not know what motivated all of this, but it is certainly drawing comparisons to uh, what happened earlier this week in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and also raising concerns about the safety of medical personnel. LAPD <coughs> is here in... All right, I can't, I can't listen anymore, but um, I have to say, like, there's like SWAT teams like gearing up outside, putting their Kevlar vests on and He's shit and got all that shit. Knife. <laughs> it's a fucking knife, dude. You like just what? Go in there. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what the, the fuck? fuck are they doing? I, I just couldn't <laughs> take it. Like Zach was dying over there laughing. I was like, I want to hear what he has to say about it. I mean, I mean, like three people died. It's it's serious, but I know, but like. <laughs> Oh no, they didn't die. They're in critical imagine, condition. Imagine, critical condition. They won't die. Imagine seeing somebody get stabbed and then also getting stabbed by the same person who just stabbed somebody else. Like, you didn't learn from what that guy did <laughs> to not get fucking stabbed? Like, come on, dude. It's not that. Honestly, I'm not sitting here saying that, like, I'm unstabbable. But it's not that. But it's not sounds that. Sounds like that you are. Hard. That sounds like a badass movie. It's unstabbable. It's not the fucking hard to get away from somebody with a knife. Holy shit! Just don't get stabbed. Just don't get stabbed. <laughs> unstabbable. Sorry, Zach Thomas. It's gonna be a Jack. Keep your distance, bros. Pack. If he has a gun. It's a whole different thing. That's a John Q situation. Yeah. Dude. But if he doesn't have a fucking gun, then go in the fucking hospital right. and take his knife away. Or just like shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, come I mean, in with a gun. Like what? Sure. Like, like all you have to do with a dude with a knife is shut the fucking door. What's he gonna do? He can't shoot through it. Yeah. <laughs> He'll tire out eventually. I, I was gonna say, like, how determined is he? He could go at it for a while. <laughs> I, I will say I am impressed. What that he, the fuck just happened in front of me? I am silence uh, after, after what you just said, dude. It's just like fucking three solid seconds of silence. I you know. Know. And you're so angry with me right now. I love <laughs> no, I'm not angry with you. I can see the rage building in your eyes. There it is. He's leveling up. Hey, he's the guy you give a Snickers to in your school so he doesn't shoot you first when he brings a gun. Okay, first of all, I was gonna jump to the commercial, but I mean, wow, I'll, that's. I'll a, take right. a Twix. Okay, so Blake Twix would never shoot anybody. <laughs> Come on. Okay. He I'm would. Good. He would beat the shit out of Liam, but he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, shoot anybody. You think so? Fuck no. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> fuck, fuck you guys. Listen, guys. This. I think Blake will strangle a diabetic. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's got the upper hand in this. I like, Liam I like yeah, dude, that's, that's the only way you're beating up Liam is if you take away his insulin. Dude, they all you the sugar. You want the sugar? Too bad. No. Oh, Here's man. the thing. is I wanted to box, but Liam was like, I'm too pretty. I can't get hit in the face. Dude, he's not going to get hit in the face. You can't even reach his face. I mean, Liam's a He's too guy. scared to even let it happen. 
I'm I not. don't know, man. I wouldn't keep talking like that. If that's what you, if that's what you want. <laughs> what, what's Liam going to do? Um, find me out on the streets? No, no, he's not going to fight scheduling. you out on the streets. We're going to I literally make find. this the KSI Jake Paul fight. We're going to promote it. It's going to be Akron's version. Blake, obviously, is going to be KSI because the same physique, same race, everything. And then Liam's going to be Same Jake race. Paul. <laughs> same race. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> that. Oh, you definitely, definitely do with this wrestling match. We're gonna hang uh, it from yeah. the rafters. I mean, we we should make this happen for the Patreon. We've been trying to find Patreon content. You know how many people would pay <coughs> to see you versus Liam? Oh my god, bro, that would be so fucking funny. I think that we could legitimately pull a crowd to that. I'm event. gonna win. I'm going to win. And Liam seems to disagree, which yeah, I think he I think, can... I think he should disagree. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're all wrong. <coughs> all right. This is... Uh, we'll change the subject. This is from ABC News. In, this is uh, in Florida News. Morning. An investigation is underway into how a young mother from Illinois died while parasailing on Memorial Day in the Florida Keys. A new Miami Herald report indicates the boat's captain cut the line tethering 33-year-old Sapraja Alaparthi, her son and nephew, when a strong gust of wind caught the parasail, impeding the safe operation of the vessel. Once the line was cut, Alaparthi and the boys plunged into the water and were dragged across the surface before they hit the old seven-mile bridge in Pigeon Key. All of a sudden, the wind got really bad. I was watching the storm on the radar, just about to leave myself right before we saw the parasail. Because, you know, the, <clears throat> we couldn't leave the parasail with that situation. On a charter boat nearby, Captain John Callion watched the horrifying scene unfold and rushed to help. I thought the parachute hit the bridge and the people were just going to be dangling when I got there. But they actually, it was a much worse situation. With the help of two of his partners, they freed all three from the parasail line and rushed them to a nearby restaurant in Marathon. It was being used as a staging area. Alaparthi's nephew was taken to a Miami hospital in critical condition. Her son suffered minor injuries. They went from literally having probably the most fun in their life to the best experience of their life to the worst experience of their life. ABC reached <coughs> out to the company. Yeah, dude, don't go parasailing. I don't like. I mean, everything in this story was too long. Like the bridge was no. seven miles. Her yeah. name is Alaparthi. Everything in this was <laughs> Alaparthi. That sounds like a fake name. Yeah. Hold on. Did none of you think it was weird when he was like, "I thought I was gonna see them dangling, and it was so much worse." I was like, "What's well, when I think of dangling bodies? That's terrifying." Yeah, they get decapitated. Jesus. <laughs> like, what did that man see? That's my kink. Decapitation? <laughs> yeah. You can only do it once, but I swear to God, it's going to be the best time. Some people give head. You take it. Yeah, that's, that's an odd stance to take, Zach. I'm glad we came to this. We're going to have you sign this non-disclosure agreement before you leave. Yeah. Yeah, that can't get out. Uh, we have one more Florida story I'm just going to get to real quick. Why are we, we're happy, in Ohio. You I'm know happy that, right? with the Florida. I like the Florida shit, dude. It's, you want to live in Florida? You're going to be so a Florida retiree. This is... This is... Fo- 
I don't know if I should say it's funny, but it's fucked up. We'll just say that. Do some Florida You just stories. said it's funny. It may be. Too late. You heard it here, folks. Florida, <coughs> where police arrested a fifth grader accused of threatening a mass shooting. The 10-year-old boy is an elementary school student in Cape Coral. He was handcuffed and escorted to a patrol car Saturday night for texting the threat. Police say the boy made a fake threat. Dude, all right. And now he's experiencing the consequences. How the fuck? How the fuck is a ten-year-old gonna mass shoot up a school, dude? Who makes hands? I don't know. Sense? Have you ever like yeah. been on your back and bicycle kick someone? It's a deadly move. What the fuck are you talking? Yeah, about? That has nothing to do with a mass shooting. I honestly just know that yeah, it's, it's gonna be really awkward when he's trying to explain to his therapist like ten years later why he has a handcuff kink. He's gonna be like, okay, so this one time. That is. <laughs> that. And the officer is going to have a worse time explaining to his therapist why he has a handcuff kink when oh. there's a 10-year-old involved. Yeah. That's going to be a Chris Hansen it's situation like I've been for carrying sure. these small handcuffs on me for seven years now. Yeah. Just yeah. looking. Chris Hansen's going to be like, I uh, bet you can. Yeah. Nice. Was that the most aggressive burp that's ever happened on this show? That was no. like the seventh most yeah. aggressive. <laughs> Who was the most? Uh, probably Hannah. Yeah, fucking Hannah Jungholm. <laughs> Jungholm, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know who that is. She burped real loud. because I think She burped real loud. I think Carter burped real loud first. I can't remember. It's a tough I one. just thought it was funny that Hannah uh, was, like, comfortable with burping in front of us, but she wasn't comfortable with roasting me yet. I thought that was... That's weird. I was real funny. comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was about to say something at the end of the podcast, and I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what was that? And she was like, nothing. We don't. We're not on that level yet. I don't think. And I was like, just fucking say it. You gotta say it now. She's like what? <laughs> yeah. You can't just say you were gonna say something and then not she say it. Burps into your microphone and won't roast you publicly. Yeah. that's a weird step. Yeah, that's take. honestly kind of wifey material. Dude, take me out to dinner first. You know what I'm saying? All right, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Like if you see know, if you dude. see a stripper, she like really she'll try to get in there with somebody. Like I swear to God, they they work them, and like they are literally trying to get money out of people based off their personality and their their whole like essence. You know what I mean? They have fake names. They're putting on a show. Like we would it's essentially, it's kind of like performing. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Stripping. You're doing it for 100% money. One hundred percent performing. I mean, yeah, it is, and it's like that's not them. Most of the time, you know what I mean? They have, like, families and shit they got to do, but so, like, I feel they like... They got to do? Well, not... Okay, that was some hot shit <laughs> I just said get, for sure, We but. should give Blake a stripping job. Yeah. For sure. Blake, if, do, I don't, do they If you're willing to pay people, dude, I will dude. fucking do it. Blake, dude. you at least let us come out wearing nothing, <laughs> wear nothing but the Miles Garrett jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all Daisy Duke style. <laughs> he's got extenders on it, so it looks like a dress. Just coming down the side. And he's like, guys, oh. I got the job. <laughs> I can't reach oh, the bottom shit, of these dude. pockets either. 
<laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh my god. I bro, just like it's a fucked up image, but bro, picture Blake with just the Miles Garrett jersey on it. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> want to think about it. Uh, bro, just like a dark strip club room and like the pole's there and like you know that he can't climb the pole, but he's gonna try. Yeah, oh I my would god. For, I would for sure Holy take shit. a take a video and send it to Miles Garrett. I would invite <laughs> hey, if I knew that was happening, I would invite my entire family to watch that. I would invite I would invite Miles Garrett to come watch that, dude. Let me get your biggest fucking fan, Miles. You gotta show up, dude. Christie's and Canton. Yeah, see what he'd do with that pole. Oh my god, dude. That would be hilarious. I've met Miles Garrett. I wasn't cool. (laughs) I wasn't cool. I was not. Yeah. You fanboyed hard? Oh yeah. Ouch. He's like, I shook his hand wearing just a Miles Garrett jersey. (laughs) Dude, I I saw Jim Trussell. When I was working at Five Guys, and I was like, if they come ask me to go out front, I'm going to fangirl them hard. But if not, I'm just going to keep my cool, keep my cool. And I, I regret not just going out there and be like, Jim Trussell! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was a little, I was a little starstruck. The time, I was a little starstruck when I met Sam Morrell, because he was, he's like an idol of mine. And he was cool as fuck. But that was that was the only comic I think I've ever gotten a little nervous to talk to. I think I got starstruck meeting Joe Hayden at Target back when he played. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love Joe Hayden. And man. I was like, Joe Hayden, I hope you have a great career. And then he like went to Pittsburgh, and I was like, God damn it, careful what you wish for. Yeah, I yeah. still I still like Joe Hayden though. I wish he would come back for like to retire as a Brown. It'd be really tight. But he loves the city of Cleveland. Cool dude. Um, so Ollie Sadiq. <laughs> Uh, I watched his special today. I don't know if anybody else here did. No, I haven't watched no. it. It's fucking awesome. I mean, I, I really never watched Ali Sadiq before. I've heard his name. I've seen him headlining the improv in Cleveland and shit, but I've never really watched him. Um, and he's fucking hilarious. He's a really good storyteller. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, his new special just came out. Um, it's called The Domino Effect. This is from Ali Sadiq's YouTube page. Hey. Start by saying this: In life, people um, make you make a lot of mistakes in your life, and you go through things, and you should have went right, but you went left. You know, you zig when you should have zagged. Things happen, but you don't get a chance to pinpoint a lot of times when you went wrong. And I don't know if y'all know about me, but I was I used to be a street pharmaceutical rep, which is very frowned upon. <laughs> and I had I had enough time to think about how I got there. Cause you know, I, I had six years in prison, so I had enough time to contemplate on the mistakes that I made. So I got it down to the exact year where my mistakes happened. <laughs> So it's 1983. I'm 10 years old. <laughs> oh yeah, my mistakes started very early. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, people complain about certain things like, you know, I was raised without a father. And sometimes you don't know how lucky you are. You know, because if you had a daddy like mine, you would have just... You shouldn't have just had one. You should just went without. 
1983, my, my dad comes to my mother's house and he wants to talk to my mother about can he talk to his kids about living with him. Now, the problem, this is the problem that <laughs> my daddy left when I was three and now I'm 10, so that's seven years. And it's not like, it's not like I haven't seen him. You know, I saw him every blue moon. I saw him every blue moon, like, not like, you know, like out. Like, you'll be out and your mom be like, there go your daddy, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not talking like scheduled visits. No, not like scheduled visits. I'm talking this, like randomly, you in the grocery store, your daddy checking out, you walking in, you know, like that. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I've seen my daddy, I know who he is, but what made him think that me or my sister was going to want to stay with him after only this like random interactions with him. And he hasn't been a parent. This is my problem with him. What was he watching? Like Kramer versus Kramer or different strokes or some shit. What was he watching to think that he could do it? Because being a parent, day-to-day -day parenting is different from visitation. Because visitation has a return date. Like Thursday at noon, you going home. You know, <laughs> like the background. without no right. no pickup time. You know, that's weird. Cause I don't know him like that. So second mistake that was made, my mama said okay. <laughs> what was my mother thinking? was like, ain't no way my children are gonna go live with a stranger. Maybe she was thinking that. Or maybe my mama was tired of us. I don't know. <laughs> my mama walked in the room, and I'm confused by all of this. My mama walked in the room and asked us, so what y'all wanna do? First of all, you're not supposed to ask your children what they wanna do. <laughs> I don't have enough, I don't have enough information or cognitive intervention skills to make a rational decision about this. My decision is based on that my daddy has been fun when I have seen him every blue moon. <laughs> now, my mama has never cared about what we wanted to do before. So I'm wondering why is this lady asking this? I'm talking about, I raised my children the same way my mama raised me. I don't ask my kids what they want to eat. Never. I put food down in front of them like wild animals. There it is. <laughs> Under my mama rules, eat or die. Yeah, it's on you. <laughs> Ain't my decision no more. I put the food out there. Because <laughs> y'all probably ask y'all kids what they want to eat. Ask them nothing, because then you'll become a goddamn short order cook for your children. <laughs> They keep just, and everybody gonna want something different. You making pancakes, waffles, and omelets. You know, if y'all think culinary school, you think I went to, shit. Uh, so I don't, I don't ask. And I, I remember, my mama never asked me what I, what I wanted to do. I remember when I used to hate oatmeal. I used to hate oatmeal. I love oatmeal now, because me and oatmeal have had a situation. <laughs> My mama came in with some oatmeal to my this for breakfast. I'm like, I don't want that. She said, well, you gonna eat it. I said, no, I'm not. 
She said, well, you gonna sit there. I said, well, I'll be here. My mom said, you'll be there until your ass fall off. <laughs> and you think in your mind, your mind. I had to cut that off somewhere because it's, it just, it's just one long story, um, but it's fucking brilliant. Like, it, it was so good. I've never seen this dude. Like, I've heard him maybe a couple times, but I've never seen his stand-up. That's nuts, man. And just fucking incredible. Yeah, I watched this. This is not happening the other night, and it was I fucking I I was like so into it. Like, yeah, he is a really good storyteller. He definitely yeah, it's captivating. His prison stories are hilarious. Yeah, dude, fucking the Mitchell dude. The Mexi- uh, Mexican got on boots. That bit is like <laughs> one of my favorite bits ever. Yeah, I think fucking Bruton works with him, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, dude, he's he's a fucking killer, man. It's I've heard his name so many times. I don't know why I never watched him. Yeah. But, I mean, there's so many comics out there like that, that, like, you've heard about for so many years and you just never watched them for whatever reason. Like, I mean, I don't know. I discover new comics every day that have been out for fucking 15 years. You know I mean? Yeah. Fucking Dave Stone. I didn't know who Dave Stone was until he was coming to Funny Stops. So I started listening to the podcast with Kyle Kinane, and dude, fucking hilarious. I was late to the game on Sam Morell. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I I knew those guys just from the this week of the Comedy Cellar. That was my favorite show, and it was Sam Morrell, Mark Norman, and Joe Mackey were the ones that got the most jokes on there. I think probably out of everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean this dude, this dude's incredible. I'd definitely watch his special called The Domino Effect on YouTube. Um, any uh, any specials you guys have seen lately that you're impressed with? I think Elisa Deke is pretty much the only one that I've really been... I watched Michael Shea's uh, special. Not the newest one that just came out, but the, the oh, one right before that. The older one's good, yeah. yeah I, it was I, really, really good. I didn't really care for his new one that much. I thought it wasn't really fleshed out yet. Um, but it was funny. Yeah. And it was still funny. Yeah. It's just I don't think it was... I don't think he like took it on the road and shit before he recorded it. Right. I don't, I don't know. Um, his show... I suggest everybody watch. It's phenomenal. It's, what is it? It's called uh, That Damn Michael Che on, on HBO Max. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's like good. a sketch. It's like a sketch mixed with uh, his commentary for the first season and then the second season. Like So the first season, they'll have like one sketch that's like a through line for the whole episode. And then they'll have like little sketches in between. And then the second season is basically just the little sketches in between of him doing stand-up. Oh, shit. So it's, it's, it's pretty fucking good. Um, lots of, like, lots of cameos in it. Like, uh, I just watched that episode yesterday with Tony Woods, which... What's it on? HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. You gonna yeah. let me get your password? Huh? You gonna let me get your password? I can't, dude. Oh, I've got shit. five people using it already. Okay. So I mean, I have myself using it. You got an HBO Max, Brandon? Of course I do. You gonna let me get the password? Hell no. Alright. That's the password. You guys are terrible shit. friends. Well, change the HBO Max password no. and then give it to me. No, dude. I'm not gonna hack you. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Then I gotta remember a separate password. I'll help I'm you never change gonna it. do that. I'll just do it for you. Don't worry. Yeah. About yeah it. See, he's gonna. I'm gonna be asking people. Just give me your social. Facebook later. It's gonna. Dude, I'm waiting for him to cut my. I'm waiting. You're getting a little. You're getting a little aggressive. I'm waiting for him to cut my shit off, honestly, because like, I fucking I have it here. I have it at my mom and dad's house, and both of my brothers use my passwords. Like, so it's like four different locations. Constantly watching it, like they have to see that shit eventually. 
How much do you pay a month per like the subscription? Holy shit! I think twenty. Good words. Okay, if you're paying twenty dollars a month, I don't really think they give a fuck how many TVs you're watching. Yeah, so like I can't I can't remember if it was ten or twenty, but I thought it was less than twenty for HBO Max. But basically, I pay for HBO, Netflix. Um, uh, My parents pay for Disney Plus, and then my brother pays for Hulu. And then my other brother doesn't pay for shit. He just uses all the passwords. I don't know. Well, <laughs> that, that brother's me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that Chris Brown? No, Chris is the one that uh, pays for uh, uh, Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't take advantage of because I fucking... Uh, so you're saying James Brown is the one who doesn't pay for shit? He doesn't pay for any streaming service. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. He what might. Are you trying to say about James he might Browns? have something. He probably has his own Disney Plus. I'm guessing. He has two little <laughs> his girls. own Disney. Okay. Plus. Yeah. He has two little girls that like are his children, or that he just has. <laughs> no, that are his children. Okay. I mean, yeah. I got aggressive. Yeah. My parents didn't um, even let me stay on the health insurance after I moved out. They they wouldn't share any kind of fucking password with me. Well, they use my they use my Netflix and my HBO. So, yeah, that's so. a good exchange rate. Right? I, yeah. I know my mom's bank password. That's impressive. Yeah, for sure. She said just in case anything happens, I was like, all right. Yeah. I was like, guess, you all right, mom? Guess what happened, mom? I <laughs> bought a bunch of cocaine with your credit card. Something like, happened. Like something, something happened, happened, mom. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> you said if something happens, I didn't know if you meant for me or you, but <laughs> this time it was for me, and I'm sorry. Um, they were, they were gonna kill me, dude. They were gonna kill me. Yeah. Sorry. They were gonna kill my cats if I didn't give them money. So I love my uh, cats. I you would to... kill your cats in a heartbeat. I would two out of three. Fuck dude, my brother. Two out of my uh, my uh, brother's wife's brother um, got got like caught up in some gambling debts one time in Pittsburgh and uh, got kidnapped. What? And, and and they were like crazy as like crackheads. And, uh, and they made him, they made him smoke crack to prove that he wasn't a cop or they, they like held a gun to his head and made him smoke crack. Yeah. They kidnapped him. Yeah. yeah. And then expected him to prove that he wasn't a cop. Yeah. They thought he was a mall. Well, they were probably fucking like on like a three day bender and like delusional as fuck. Yeah. That would make me. Smoke this crack right now so we know we're, you know we cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like the extreme version of the cranberry and the departed. <laughs> like, <laughs> my God. Even, like, if, I guess you would think that if you were a cop, backup would already be on the way, clearly, if you done kidnapped me. Are you going to smoke crack if somebody has a gun to your head? Huh? So you're going to smoke crack if somebody has a gun to your head? I'd be like, you got to test it for fentanyl first. <laughs> you're going to tell the guy who's yeah. on crack and has a gun to your head yeah. that he has to test the crack that he's about to yeah. give you. I need to see the test. What the fuck you call my crack fake? The guy on crack with the gun would probably want more crack. You could just be yeah. like, you first. And then, right. <laughs> yeah. And then just like, yeah. show me that it's straight, bro. Watch nature take its course and you're but fine. It, I feel like crack isn't even one of the things that they like. I mean, I guess they put fentanyl on everything. I don't know well, who they if they put is, fentanyl but... on cocaine, then they put fentanyl on crack. <laughs> well, crack is a whole different thing. Crack is like a, a rock. You know what I mean? Crack, cocaine like can come in powder form and it's like the same color as fentanyl. For real. But like crack, you don't really get in powder most of the time. It's like a rock. So yeah. if there's fentanyl on it, you'd be able to. Because someone cooks it into a fucking rock. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> it's not. For sure. It was once cocaine. But yeah, it's like hard. <laughs> the thing is, though, is it's hard to cook fentanyl. 
That is, so that's kind of where that know. falls apart a little bit. We might just add a little extra water. Add a you, little extra you water. Have any idea? How to cook fentanyl with John Brown? <laughs> vegetable oil. <laughs> no, that's when that fucking my favorite Cat Williams joke when he's like talking about talking about making making meth or crack or something and just crack. And he was like, he was like, bacon soda water. I don't know the recipe. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love that. I love that fucking bit. <laughs> this has been the dare program on the brown feature dish yeah, <laughs> yeah man um get eight hours of drugs <laughs> well who wants to start with promos what do you got coming up guys uh crowd control every single thursday funny stop comedy club drew miller closing it out with a new headliner every week all crowd interaction so we got that going on yeah and zach Second doesn't suck drew's dick until after the show no no, Drew has a show. special guy that he brings to suck his dick after the show. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. He gets paid separately. You don't things. fucking talk about Antonio entity. like that. He's like, right this way, Mr. Stone. Yeah. No, Angela, Angela's a cool guy. No, he really is. Fuck your dates. Um, I am going to see not perform Tom Segura next, <laughs> next Friday. I don't know why saying that um but uh because you're terrible at doing this the fuck you dude it's almost like you've never done it before it's almost like blake had a mediocre podcast and quit yeah so, i don't know um but you mean quit i'm june, still here june 11th you I mean, on life blake to accomplish something. <laughs> uh june 11th it's me bob mcclure and cam van horse at the pit stop pub which would be sweet yeah thank you um oh Nobody cares about nobody cares about that. I'm not gonna say it. Um, say it. You already uh, started to say it. I am on Joey's Italian Grill, June 25th in Madison. That's close to being sold out. To so get some tickets. What? Who, anybody I know that lives in Madison that <laughs> listens. To the you think there is anybody? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. But we also have somebody in New Zealand. Hey, fuck listens, Madison, Ohio. So I didn't even know Madison was a place until I did a show there. <laughs> I had no idea, dude. I don't have anything against Madison, Ohio. I'm just trying to negate any potential Madison, yeah, Ohio viewers that might come to this show. Fuck Madison, Ohio. We hate uh, Madison, Ohio. Fuck Madison, man. Um, <laughs> it sounded like you said, fuck my ass, man. <laughs> well, you know, say what you want to hear. I have my family reunion June 9th. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there, bro. Where is it at? Uh, one of the metro parks in Cuyahoga Falls. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Say it with your chest. One of the metro no. parks. No, no, no. <laughs> Say it. What time, though? Huh? What time? It's one thirty-three. Okay, I can bring some, like, potato salad or something. That's a really something. specific time. No, he just said the time <laughs> it is now. Right now. Oh, yeah, no, I was talking about what time yeah. is your family reunion. Um, none of your goddamn business. Okay, man. well, I'm going to um, show up, and I'll just wait there all day on um, June 9th. So. Brandon, what do you got coming up, buddy? Dude, I got a lot coming up. Next week's my first uh, Secret Society show at XYZ Tavern at, you know, Humble Saturday, man. June 11th, super late, like, what, 11.30, midnight? Yeah. I don't, it depends. Uh, and then the 18th, I'm defending my Roast Battle Championship against the mighty Brett Thomas. Okay. Not Humble Brad. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be... <laughs> That's going to be a challenge. That's going to be a good roast battle, I think, in general. Like, there, there's some good ones on it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Bob McClure and Drew Miller. That's going to be... Molly and Drew Bob Miller. was asking us stuff tonight. 
Yeah, for Drew. Did just talk about his selfies and his fucking sneaker collection and yeah, the dude posted. Did you see? Did you see Drew's post the other day? I had to bake him for it last night. He was like, I know I look like a hoe, but I just really want to be in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, what the fuck? I saw that shit. I meant to say something Hey, because he baked me for something I posted on Facebook, and I was like, you are in no place to talk, Yeah, dude. Sir. Facebook dating. Um, anything else, Brandon? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, no, that's it. Cool. That's yeah, Blake doesn't have anything coming up, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Blake doesn't do shit. Blake doesn't matter if he has anything coming up because he doesn't have a cell phone or he doesn't have a Facebook account so he can't communicate with anybody so he's not going to know. Blake will be defending his title of not getting his ass beat by Liam August 15th. (laughs) That's when we'll do it. August 15th. Um, I don't know what day that is but we're going to set it up and we're going to make it a whole event and you guys can come watch Blake get his ass beat by Liam Savage. Can we do it in a backyard job? We can do it in Jimmy Kelly's backyard for sure. That's okay. that would be what? Hey, hey, we need to, hey, we're going to get Steve Gatti to announce it and everything. Hell yeah. He's going to bring out one of his Hell sparkle yeah. jackets and we're going to fucking pop off. It's going to be a great show. You know what? Let's we'll make this happen. We'll sell like $25 tickets. I guarantee all the comics are going to buy them. Hell yeah. Blake first, Liam. Yeah. Blake first, Liam. Would you I be down to this? Blake beats Liam. Dude. Would you Blake agree to this? Blake beats Liam. Liam. Dude, it's gonna I, yeah, be like it's cool. gonna be like I don't know if any of you here have seen it, but it's gonna be like Brian Kenny's joke about his friend going up against the state championship wrestler. <laughs> Except I'm the state championship wrestler. I was a lot closer than Liam. Hey, ever how got. long? Hey, how long ago did you graduate high school? You know, let's not talk about you said semantics. twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> you said twelve years. It's hey, like jokes his on shirt you, fits him, dude. <laughs> his wrestling shirt fits him though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake's lost some weight. He's done a good job. Oh no, he has done a good yeah, job. Not yeah. to take away from that at all. Yeah, yeah just, no, no. You, you just, just aren't a state championship you wrestler just anymore. Fully did take away from it. So that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> okay. All right. We're, yeah, we're out of here. Brown Petri Dish is created by John Brown and Brandon Petrie. Logo designed by Brian Gallagher. Music by Jared Bailey. Audio version of the podcast is produced and edited by John Brown. Video YouTube version produced and edited by Harrison Poole.